You're listening to Sweetwater Now's Beyond the Game podcast. The podcast that seeks to understand more than just the game itself. And now, your host, Brayden Flack. What's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. This is a special episode that I had with Rock Springs Tigers football coach, Mark Lenhart. And um, Mark and I had a wonderful conversation on what the upcoming football season is going to kind of be like and kind of how they've maneuvered through this offseason in a unique way. We also touch upon the new football field, which is getting close to done. Um, So we get an update there as well. Um, And just to give everyone a fair warning, Mark and I did have this conversation um, before the Wyoming High School Activities Association came out and officially announced that there would be a fall sports season. So we were a little bit up in the air uh, during our conversation on whether that was going to happen or not. So keep that in mind as you're listening. Um, Otherwise, I think you're going to really enjoy our conversation. Um, And hopefully this is the start of uh, our coverage throughout the 2020 fall sports season. Um, Next month in August, we're going to be having all of our previews coming out for each sports team. So keep an eye out for that. Um, But other than that, you know, I think uh, think you're going to enjoy this episode. Again, thanks for tuning in. And before we get started, just a quick thank you to David Stoffer from Farm Bureau Financial Services and for his support of this uh, podcast and also for his support of just his clients. Um, I'm one of them. I happen to be one of them. And and he's just a a wonderful agent. He's uh, insightful, helpful, truly cares about uh, your assets. So be sure to give him a call. Go down to his office down on Foothill Boulevard here in Rock Springs. Um, David will make sure to take care of you and your family as well. So Again, David Stoffer with Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thanks to David for his amazing support. With that, let's get into our conversation. Mark, again, thanks for coming on and, and being a part of the show. This is uh, your second appearance, I believe. So good to have you back and uh, a little bit of a different circumstance now than, uh, than it was when we, when we last spoke. Yeah, no, it's definitely been a whirlwind and lots of adjustments. There's no doubt about that. And uh, it's just crazy. I mean, you feel like you get new information every day and, uh, you know, feel like just depending on which news source or who you talk to, it's different information. So uh, that, the uncertainty that's out there, I think, is giving people a lot of anxiety. And so hopefully we can get to a point where, we can come come up with some sort of way to treat this thing, and and that we can find a way to get everybody's life back to as much normal as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving forward, I mean, I think everybody feels that same sentiment. But yeah, it's definitely been it's definitely been an adjustment for us, and you just kind of learn to roll with the flow. And there's a silver lining in everything, and so hopefully we can uh, find a way to get through this. And I'm just hoping and praying that we can have a season because um, even through all of this, our our, our football team has worked very, very hard and, and uh, they've been, you know, in the weight room, they've been doing everything that they can within the guidelines that are put in place and uh, trying to prepare ourselves for a season that we hope we get to have. Well, before we get into some of that, maybe let's uh, backtrack, you know, maybe 
Um, you know, maybe let's just talk about some of the things you've learned through this process. Well, I think more than anything is, is, is that you learn quickly in this situation, how little control you have over much. Um, you know, that was what I learned right away. I mean, all of a sudden you're not at work. You're not, you know, there's certain places you can't go. You can't go to movie theaters. You can't do a lot of stuff. And that's when it hit me. It was like, thank God I like to fish. Thank God I like to do some things outside, some stuff that I could still do. But I can't imagine what that was like for everybody, you know, and the fact that people had to make huge adjustments is just crazy. And so, no, in terms of a coach, to be honest with you, that was the last thing on my mind right away, you know. But when this was going on and then you saw spring sports get canceled, you thought to yourself, you know, I remember I would reach out. And I, I think that if I even remember right, you know, the CDC had kind of came out and said, oh, you know, by summer we'll be back yeah. in full swing and this won't be a big deal. And, you know, I never really thought that there that the season would be in jeopardy. And now that we're seeing that there's more testing going on. Um, obviously it's going to expose more cases. And so that's kind of where we're at right now. I think the good part is though, is we're acquiring more data. We're finding out who's more at risk and who's not. Uh And the good news for us in education is, is, is that, you know, most kids are going to be, you know, unless they have some sort of pre-existing condition are going to be okay. And so that's the good news. So hopefully we can find a way to, to get these kids in the classroom, get them back on the field because, Young people need athletics. They need to be in school. I'm a firm believer that there's only so much you can learn behind a screen. Right. You know, um, you know, in education right now, it's trendy to think that the content is the most important thing. But mm-hmm. I think our young people need to know people skills. I think they need to learn how to be on a team, be a part of something bigger than themselves. And when that stuff isn't happening they're really losing out on a huge part of their life. And so hopefully we can get this going as soon as possible. I guess with that said, and uh, of course you don't have to name names, but um, you know, have you seen this impact any of your players uh, really hard? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I think some of our seniors are, they're looking at it like, you know, they're just hoping, you know, and then they're just kids, you know, they're like, man, I hope I get to do this, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just interesting to see all the different paths that everybody takes. And in fact, today, I think uh, Florida, they decided today to come up with their own association that if the state does not allow them to play, they're going to break away and do their own football association and play their own right. away from the Florida State High School Athletic Association, which that's got to be unprecedented. I've never heard of anything like that. Yeah, and that's, so that's crazy. It just shows that in the South, how important football is yeah. and they're going to do anything they can to make it happen, right. you know, and, uh, you know, in other areas, you know, like California, they're going to completely shut it down. And so, uh, it's, it just kind of depends on where you live and, uh, you know, hopefully we can find a way to get it done. People in Wyoming typically are pretty laid back, go with the flow. Um, so we'll see where that takes us from here. Now, I know that the Wyoming High School uh, Activities Association, um, I think they put out a tweet earlier this week saying that um, within this week or next week, they were going to make an announcement on uh, fall sports. And of course, for football, I know that they've done, um, you know, a few schedules, a few scenarios, um, pushing it back, I think, to the start of the season, even as far as 
Is it mid-October? Yeah, yeah. Or, or, you know, it got to a point where basically there was going to be, if you had like six games, five or six games, and then after that they talked about possibly moving it to the spring. I didn't look into every scenario, but there was like, I don't know, something like 10 plans. Yeah, it was Basically you were knocking games off as you went down, and then if it got too far down it would turn into a conference. Right. And then it would just be semifinals and then finals. So we'll see how it goes. You know, in some of those more populated states like Florida, Texas, a lot of those kids are just playing football. So, and they have nice weather. So they can play, they can push the season back as far as they want. And then it it is what it is. Here in Wyoming, you know, we're sharing athletes among the three sports. And so, and that's not to mention Legion baseball. So, you know, we don't have that luxury and we don't have the nice weather. So we'll have to wait and see how this all shakes out. I wouldn't be shocked if there ends up being a late start um, to the season, but that's kind of, we'll wait and see. I hope not. I hope our kids, you know, you put in so much time to get nine chances to play on Friday night, you know, and every time they lose one, that's just, that's a tragedy because there's nothing like playing on Friday night. So, you know, I tell our players all the time, you know, you get married, you know, you'll have your kids, but the next best feeling in life, you know, is playing on Friday. You just something that you just can't, you can't emulate any other way. And yeah. so I think even you see some professionals and college guys talk about that, you know, they would have anything to go back and play Friday nights. So I say, you know, if you watch that book of Manning and, they talk their parents are like the best time we ever had watching our kids play was when they were playing high school football. So it's huge. It's part of our fabric as a culture. And um, hopefully we can find a way to play. I know I'm biased, but you know, I just think there's such a big purpose in this. And so hopefully we can find a way. Um, So let's say that the season does happen. Uh, We'll be optimistic. What's the season going to look like here in rock Springs in terms of, um, you know, protocols for the virus for you guys. Um, you know, it is a contact sport. You're going to be around the kids. Kids are going to be around the other kids. Um, and then, of course, on game days, potentially, what is that going to look like as well? Well, you know, we haven't really, until the WHSA comes out and tells us what the game day protocol will look like, whether there's no fans or whether they're partitioned off into certain places or how that will work. Um, I don't think that we've made any decisions on that. And, and, and Tom Jasmine would be a better resource for that because he'll know. But I can just speak to what we've done so far in terms of what we've had the last two weeks have been what we call OTAs or organized team activities. And basically, if you're six feet apart, you don't have to wear a mask. So there's some drill work we're doing where we stay six feet apart. And then the minute we get into an air, a situation where we're within six feet, everybody puts a mask on. So if we're fitting up on a bag or whatever that may be, you know, if we're, uh, you know, doing seven on seven or if we're, uh, you know, walking through some team stuff. And you also got to make sure it's not too strenuous because it's awfully hard to breathe when you right. got a mask on. So, you know, a lot of it is more walk through and then the drill specific stuff is, you know, uh you know, you can throw routes and you can do things when you're staying six feet apart. And so that's when we'll let them take the mask off. But they have to get their temperature taken when they show up. They have to fill out a survey. Parents have to sign a waiver, including the, the student. 
Also, they have to pass a quiz that is uh, put together by our district off of a reading from the CDC. So it's been quite extensive in terms of what we have to do, and we got to do it every day. So there's a lot of things going on. It's added a lot to my plate personally in terms of record keeping and, and making sure all of that stuff is handled. And, uh, you know, you just try your best to try and keep these these kids as safe as possible and the coaches as safe as possible and still accomplish something. So. It's not easy, um, but we'll just keep going with what we got. Well, and I'm sure you feel some kind of pressure um, being essentially the the first sport. I mean, technically, you could say baseball, but a uh, high school sport to you know kind of lead this back in um, from from spring sports being canceled. Well, and I think that's yeah. I think I think the whole thing about coronavirus is is the unknown, right? I mean, it's this is the sort of stuff that, you know, we can look back on this in 20 years and be like, man, that was a huge overreaction. Or we could look back on it and be like, well, we didn't react enough. So that's kind of where it is with me in terms of my opinion is, is that people don't really know. Even our experts don't know and only time will tell. And so, you know, the message I'm going to send to our parents and to our players is, is you can buy into this and think that, this whole thing is a hoax. And you can also think that this thing's like the bubonic plague. It really doesn't matter what you think. What is what matters is, is that we take the precautions necessary to allow our kids to go to school and to get to play. So if that involves wearing a mask, wear a mask. If that involves social distancing, social distance. Do everything you can to give us the best chance possible. You know, and I mean... I know there's data out there that people don't know if the mask really works or if it doesn't, but it doesn't hurt. So, sure. you know, I mean, if we have to wear it, if I've got to wear it to coach, I'll wear it to coach. You know, whether I like it or not, it doesn't really matter. And so at the end of the day, that's kind of the message we're trying to send to our team that, and to our parents. If you want to play, do everything you can to make that happen from, you know, getting eight hours of sleep to drinking lots of water to you getting your vitamin C, everything you can do to try and stay healthy, stay healthy, you know, so that's what we're trying to do. Let's take a quick break to hear from today's sponsor. Hey everyone, when it comes to protecting your family, home, car, or business, you can count on David Stauffer at Farm Bureau Financial Services. You deserve a local agent who is dedicated to helping you with all of your insurance needs. And that's exactly what you'll get with my good friend, David Stauffer. David offers the quality products and services you are looking for. His experience, coupled with his loyalty to serving his clients, truly separates David from the rest, and that's why I continue to insure my assets through him. And so should you. Give David a call at 307-382-2332 or stop by his office at 2820 Foothill Boulevard in Rock Springs and discover the advantages of working with a great local agent. Trust experience, trust David Stoffer at Farm Bureau Financial Services. All right, well, let's uh, let's maybe switch over from uh, the coronavirus stuff and maybe talk about the new football field. Um, you know, t- tell me a little bit about that. I know we came out with a story. Um, I talked with Tom Jasmine on that story and, um, you know, a whole new design, new field. It's It, it was due and, and needed, but, um, you know, how close are we getting on the field? You know, I, I I didn't drive by the field today, but I heard that they've got about a third of it laid down. So, I mean, 
think where we are here in mid to late June or July, and there's still a few weeks left. It looks like it'll be all ready to go. Um, I'm really excited. You know, in terms of safety, we needed, you know, we definitely needed an upgrade. Our field was getting old, to say the least. And hopefully it just gives our, our stadium a new sense of pride. I think Tiger Stadium is one of the coolest venues out there. I mean, it's got that old school vibe to it, you know, with the, the big brick buildings and, and there's lots of seating and it could be an amazing atmosphere. And so hopefully with some of the upgrades we're making and, and if we can put a good product on the field, Tiger Stadium will be a great place to watch a game. And so um Really, 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 really happy about it. And huge props to all those who were involved to try and make this happen because it's been awesome. So feeling good. You know, we're getting brand new uniforms this year as well. And so, okay. yeah, so we got some some cool Under Armour uniforms that they're going to be probably coming in a little late because of the coronavirus. But, um, they're, you know, that everything got delayed in the Under Armour factories. But, you know, it, it's stuff that our kids – it's keeping up with the Joneses, you know, the Sheridans, the Natronas, you know, the Thunder Basins. Their kids are all in name brand stuff. They got lots of coaches on staff. They got, uh, you know, uh, you know, brand new weight room facilities, new schools. I mean, if you want to keep up with these guys and compete, they treat it like small colleges. And that's why they're in it every year. You know, they've created that sort of environment. So that's definitely something that we're trying to do around here. And so hopefully we can continue and, you know, and thanks to the administration and the rec board for helping that making that happen. You want to give us a little bit of a, of a preview on what, on what the jerseys will look like now? Yeah. So um, we kind of went a little more old school. In fact, we're going to keep that, that matte orange helmet, okay. um, you know, the one we've had and with the decal and then we will uh, be on the road. We'll be all white actually. Okay. So yeah, we're white pants, white top. Uh, it'll say Rock Springs across the top, and then uh, you know, not not too fancy. Trying to keep it fairly simple, but I always like that all white look. I think it looks pretty clean on the road. And then at home, we'll actually be all black with some orange trim, and then there it'll say just Tigers, and on the road it'll say Rock Springs. So yeah, we're we're excited about it, and I know the kids were super pumped to make that happen. You know, get that done, and so. Uh, you know, again, another area we needed, we needed some new stuff. And so, you know, I feel like now we've got our equipment to where we need and, you know, with new uniforms and new field. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to be in good shape. So we're really definitely making some upgrades. Well, you've uh, been busy to say yeah, the least. Yeah, <laughs> definitely for sure. So it's, it's all part of the building process and, uh, you know, I can't be more pleased with, how our players have taken to this. They're excited about football. Um, you know, I think last year we played good football. We just didn't finish games. And so I think there's definitely some excitement around town with it. And hopefully we can continue to move forward. Um, you know, speaking of that, maybe let's, I know it's July, but we're about a month away from what should hopefully be the start of the season. Um, you know, how, how do you feel where the team's at? I mean, it's been a different off season, obviously, and uh, in terms of you know here in 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 August, you know how how do you feel the team is where they're at and in the direction you guys are taking? Well, I can tell you this: we're way further ahead than we were obviously at this point last year. You know, after these eight OTAs that we had, you know, I meet with the coaches quite a bit, and we we talk quite a bit about how much better we're executing earlier than we were last year and guys know where to line up they have a better idea of what to do and so 
obviously I'm very, very pleased with that. Um, some kids are starting to mature. Um, we don't have a real big senior class. You know, we'll probably have nine, 10 seniors that see the field and then super junior heavy. So we'll, we've got probably 23, 24 juniors will be out for the team this year. And so uh, really, really excited to keep that group together. And so the, the goal is, is for the, the upper end of those guys to play a lot of varsity and some of the those other guys to play special teams, but then our JB to be pretty much juniors as well, you know. And so when you can do that, you start having some success and start winning, you know, we're building it the right way. And so hopefully, you know, we're, I'm hoping to get over 30 freshmen out, which I think is a, a legit, you know, a it's legit a possibility, you know. And so, you know, if we can make all that happen, you know, we're setting ourselves up to be competitive as we move forward and like I say, we sit right in the middle right now. We got to find a way to crack Sheridan, Thunder Basin, East, you know, uh, Natrona. Central is kind of like us. They were a little better last year. They got a good run of kids right now. But, you know, there's six teams right now who seem to be fairly competitive. And, you know, you, you know, and the, and the other four are getting better. There's for sure. So hopefully we can find a way to get over the hump in some of those close games. But uh, it's a process and learning how to win and – I think the biggest thing with our kids now, with our players, is this last year, the senior bunch, it was a new coach, new expectations, new practice setup, new everything. And so it was kind of like, I want to see how this is going to go before I fully commit. And so much of success in athletics is your mindset. It's really success in anything is your mindset. And so I think our guys' mindset has been a lot different from the minute the season ended to now than possibly last year. And that's not to blame those kids. It was just all new. Right. It's just how it is. Yeah, yeah. it's just how it is in terms of building. So hopefully we can continue to move forward. You know, we're able to bring, uh, you know, almost all of our staff back, which makes a huge difference. And so there's so much of, you know, coaching your coaches. That's my job that takes place over time as well and them getting used to me and how I do things and then how I get used to them and their personalities and how they do stuff. And again, it's just stuff that's just going to develop through time. Well, I definitely think we saw some, uh, some steps in the, the right direction last year for sure. Um, so it's exciting to see all the different changes and, um, you know, like we said earlier, we just hope that there's a season. Yeah, I know. That's kind of where we're at, man. I hope so, too. And I just, I don't know what people are going to do, you know. And I mean, talk about there being a lot of hunting accidents this year. You're going to have so many people out <laughs> hunting in the fall if there's not football. So, um, you know, it's one of those where, I don't know, and maybe I just look at it from a different perspective more than most people. But to me, it's just these young people need to be competing. They need to be a part of something bigger than themselves. Right. I think, I think we're creating a culture of people who are young people who are going to be afraid of everything. And we don't want to live in that world. You know, I just don't think so. I mean, I, I want to see young people get out and, and play, you know, and be a part and go to school and be in the band and be in cheerleading and dance and do all the stuff that, you know, the academics of the world don't think are important, but common sense people know how important it is. People who've done it. So. No, I, I, I completely agree. Well, um, I guess we can only hope from, from now do what we can. And, uh, I guess we'll see, 
uh, come come August if we we have a season or not. Yeah, I sure hope so, Braden. I I sure hope so. I think so. I think the WHSA and and everybody you know in a place like Wyoming where they truly understand how important this stuff is and our health officials will do everything in their power to try and make it happen. And I know the coaches will too. And, you know, I really hope that, hope that, hope that that can be. So, um, you know, it is what it is and we'll just keep moving forward, man. I wish there was more to talk about, but right. <laughs> there just isn't. Yeah, so. no, that's true. It's true. Well, I appreciate you coming on to today and, uh, be in this month's uh, podcast episode. So it's always a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks, Braden. And hopefully we can get back together at the end of the year and talk about a season that happened and talk about the college game and the NFL and all that good stuff, you know, that we can debate about. My Saints pick for the Super Bowl didn't really work out, but, <laughs> hey, you know, okay. who knows? Who knows? You never know. So it's true. But all right, buddy. Well, thanks a bunch for having me on. And as usual, you do a great job covering our stuff, and uh, it's always nice to see an old tiger doing doing stuff for the the media and and, and the town of Rock Springs. So I appreciate it. That's yep. that's how it should be. Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs>